is The Daily Takeaway. Takeaway. Home time on a Friday with me, Andy Bush, live from Liverpool, uh, joined by royalty, the brilliant uh, Cheryl Hull from Drag Race UK Season 1. Cheryl, good to have you here. Hello, my darling. How are you doing? Uh, very, very good. How are you? You're, you're uh, rehearsing furiously, I believe. I am good. I am well. I am exhausted, but I cannot complain. I'm having the time of my life in rehearsals for Def Drop Back in the Habit. Yeah, and how many weeks? You know, when when because obviously people go and see a stage show, and then they kind of just think it appears. How many weeks of rehearsals do people do, and what's the timings of it and stuff like that? Well, truly, it does depend on the production. Some productions are very very intense. Like you take, for example, Mary Poppins, the intricacies of that production and that that theatre. Yep. You would take a very long time of rehearsing, but we are doing a three week intensive, getting this show down nailed absolutely gorgeous and yeah. yes I am gorgeous <laughs> and you're looking gorgeous as well oh stop it something is such a flirt oh get out of here how, how is drag in 20, 2022 how is the world of drag in 2022 as we speak I truly am so so honoured to be part of this big surge of drag taking over the world because I remember first watching RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. when I had to illegally stream it just to watch <laughs> it before it went on to Netflix because yeah, yeah. everybody was talking about it and I was like I want to see it I want to watch it and yeah. I just remember being so enamored by it and just wanting it at my fingertips and I think we really take for granted how accessible drag is now we can watch it on our TVs yeah. we can watch it in the clubs we're now in theatres taking over the West End can you believe no no it's amazing and uh, you know I was going to describe it as a drag explosion it's like a drag explosion this is everywhere uh, and how is that something that you you know because sometimes when you're when you're like a small group you still got you you know still a small group but it's getting bigger all the time is that is that something you like that there's there's more drag acts out there or is it sometimes a bit like it was good to be like a few elite elite group like that do you know what i mean see i never feel threatened by loads and loads of drag queens because we are artists what we right. do and what we create is our own brand and identity and yeah. there is no one queen the same and if there is somebody <laughs> then there's a problem because they are just it's it's uh, it's a legal matter and it's called plagiarism <laughs> but in all honesty i am so celebratory of all my peers because i just i just love a camp drag show yeah and I can't do what the Vivian does. I can't do what Davina DeCampo does. I can't do what Blue Hydrangea does. But what Cheryl Holt does is completely me. And it really does resonate in Def Drop because I love the role that I have because it is so far from me, but there's little tinkles and yeah. glimmers of Cheryl in that role that people are going to go, ah, there she is. So tell us a little bit about it then. Death, uh, the full name, Death Drop Back in the Habit. It's a murder mystery. Tell us a little bit about it. So Death Drop Back in the Habit is the sequel to the original Death Drop, which was set in Tuck Island, and it was a murder mystery whodunit. We had in... Juju be on the show oh, during, during the, when things. that was on. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Juju. She was but, in great form. Yeah, so that was, that was the OG Death Drop. Yeah. We're now shaking it up. It's 2022. We're doing the sequel, yeah. and we are taking a trip to the wild wild northwest 
<laughs> we are going to the convent of St. Babs and visiting the crazy, kooky nuns that reside there yep. and the strange goings-on and the mysterious noises that are heard from the bottom of the hill from the convent. Oh, my word. Oh. It, it gets your mind racing. It's like a hammer horror, isn't it? I'm not going to lie to you. At the root of the show is a comedy. It's a drag camp comedy. Yeah. But I'm sitting in rehearsals going, oh! <laughs> it is... Scaring it is, yourself. It is intense, but it is so thrilling. It is so exciting. And I am beyond thrilled to be there on that opening night with an audience reacting to everything that we have been doing the last couple of weeks. So when you guys are rehearsing, are you in, are you in full costume or are you just rehearsing in just like tracky bottoms at the moment until things get going Joe what what's it like I'm in full drag every single day <laughs> I am in my six inch Louboutins <laughs> and full eyeshadow and glitter and everything no I'm joking I am literally in Adidas joggers and uh, I'm like Lizzo feeling fussy walking in my Balenciennes seats you know what I mean so you do, I guess even for yourself you can't get a full picture in your mind of what it's going to look like until you step out there on the opening night I guess as well yeah so for some drag artists they really have to be in drag to be in character. Right. Whereas for me, I describe Cheryl as myself with the volume turned up and an IV of Red Bull. So <laughs> as long as I'm caffeinated, I'm ready to girly go. And you know what? You know, with what's going on in the world at the moment, people need a bit of escapism and a laugh at the moment. Don't you, don't you think, Cheryl? But even even not talking in this current climate that we're living in, I've always found drag is that escapism that everybody loves. Yeah. It's that pure joy that you switch off for the world and for me my drag is like going to the o2 arena yeah. i'm giving you the full experience <laughs> i'm giving you production mama and i i am so excited to look out into that crowd and just see the escapism and just yeah. seeing people transported to this very scary place that is St. Babs. Do you know what, what I love about fun. it? Well, this is it. And I think, you know, whether we speak to, like, stand-up comedians or, you know, like a, a, a drag artist like yourself, you, what you're doing when you're going on stage there, you're giving an audience some much-needed escapism. I think that's such, mm -hmm. such an important thing at the moment. But I mean, people will have recognised, will know you then from the first series of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. You're like OG day one type thing, right? Hey, you can never take that away. Seasons may come and go, but I am an OG. You are an OG, and what I love about uh, Drag Race is that anyone who's involved with it, you're st students of the history of drag. Do you know what I mean? As it, as it kind of unfolds and uh, and goes through time, people are very aware of who was in what series and season in America oh, yeah. and all that kind of thing. Is it a supportive family to be part of? And you, are you always in that family from the fact that you've been in that programme onwards? Do you know what? Drag Race really is a sisterhood. Yeah. You you can fall out with your sisters. You can have arguments with your sisters. But nonetheless, you are a family and you are together. And unfortunately, we did lose one of our sisters, Cherry Valentine, Absolutely. a couple of weeks ago. And it was truly devastating. And it was just so great to see how much love came out from the world for Cherry. But more importantly, seeing our family come together, stick together yep. and really put Cherry on a pedestal and shine the light on the Queen that should still be here today. But unfortunately, these things, these things happen in life yeah. and we will forever love and miss her. But the sisterhood is the sisterhood. Yeah. And it really opened up so many conversations for people to have 
honest conversations and bring people back together again. No, absolutely. And she was an amazing standout performer as well as For part sure. of, you know, uh, the drag race history and will, will long be part of the history as well. What is RuPaul like? What's it like to meet RuPaul? Now, Ru, I'm not, I don't want to say that I was one of Ru's favourites, <laughs> but... Um... <laughs> No, I had such a great rapport with Rue. I don't know whether she understood what, what I was doing. Yeah. Just because I was a silly tit in a wig. <laughs> but she is so lovely. And when the cameras are down, we are just having a good gossip at a girly time. And she's like laughing a joke with us. And there's so many beautiful moments that don't necessarily make it to TV, but will stay with your heart. Oh, that's and amazing. It's it's so great. And I just remember the first time we saw her since the show, we were at DragCon in New York City. DragCon in New York, what about that? That it, must be an amazing thing to go to. Well, we got announced as a cast. We then went and walked the, ma- like the main stage of Manchester Pride and got introduced to the world there. And then a week later, we flew to New York. Wow. It was like pre-COVID, we could do these things. <laughs> but it was so great. And we went to the backstage area of DragCon and you were you were down in this little area and Rue was up DJing on a platform to everybody at DragCon. Amazing. Looks over to us all, waves at us all and then stops at me and then pretends to do a death drop and laughs to herself and I was like, I did something good. <laughs> That's great. And is she supportive? You know, like, you know, um, you talk about some of the, the, the sad things that have happened and, you know, when uh, you know things are happening in, in contestants that have been in the show. Is she supportive, RuPaul, with, with you know, give you words of advice, you know, as you make your way through your career? When we're, when we're in the show, Rue just wants us to be our absolute best. Rue is the one that picks the contestants. Yeah. Rue has the final say. So, of course, she sees something in all of us and yeah. just wants us all to succeed. So, yes, we do get a push, a nudge, a little, well, maybe you should do this. Yeah. And, of course, it's only because she wants the best from us. And that is all you could ask for. Oh, completely. And her advice is always really, really good. I always, I always worry for uh, people who don't don't take on board what, what Rue tells you. Do you know what I mean? Because when she says something, you need to take it on board to stay in the process. Yes. So, the only one, if you're competing in a normal season of Drag Race, not an all-star, does, not nothing like that. The only person you should be listening to is Mama Rue because those other queens are trying to get you out. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get you out of there, so don't listen to what they say. <laughs> Let's talk about Louis Cipher then. So a drag king uh, and, and, and uh, obviously is in Death Drop. Was yes. that right? Back in the habit. Uh, will we ever see a, a drag king in, the drag, in Drag Race, do you think, or not? I would love to see a drag king in drag race. Clarify what a drag king is for people, actually, as well. So a drag king is a artist that portrays a male stereotype in the world of drag. Okay. So, like, I I portray the feminine female gorgeous diva and drag kings are those uber-masculine, sexy... Not necessarily sexy, but everything that you would... Put into the world yeah. of masculinity, uh-huh. and like with drag, we're always making a commentary on gender. Yeah, and some people love to blur the lines, and some people love to stay in one lane. But Louis Cipher, for me, is the pinnacle of drag kings. They are an entity that is beyond anything else. They're yeah. an actor through and through, but their stage shows, when they are just Louis Cipher in bars and venues, is phenomenal. Yeah. 
everything has a narrative, everything is so entertaining, and they can sing the house down. And to be doing this show with Louis, who was actually in the original Death Drop, so yeah. they have got a continuing role, but very, very, very different. It is so incredible. And I say they are the star of Death Drop back in the habit. Oh, wow, okay. Incredible. So do you think it could be on in the drag race anytime soon, do you think? Who knows? Who knows? 2023, the future is ours. So, you know, to, as you were saying there in terms of, you know, portraying femininity like you do, when when did you know that you wanted to be um, a, a drag artist? When did that kind of, the penny drop for you then, Cheryl? Well, I was always searching my entire life for what I wanted to do with my creativity, what outlet I wanted to put out there. Yeah. And I always aspired to be a pop star and... I was like, how could I do that? Because I can't sing a lick. <laughs> so I knew that was never my destiny. Yeah. And I was just like, what could I do? And my friend was literally like at university, have you not watched RuPaul's Drag Race? And I was like, what's that? Yeah. And I didn't know there was such a contemporary approach to drag. Uh-huh. Because back in the day, we had our pub drag bag of chips. And yeah. it was just <laughs> and it was just literally they would stand, they would entertain you, sing songs for an hour, take requests, have yeah. a gorgeous blue eyeshadow and a shimmery dress. Yeah. And that that was what I thought of drag in the UK. And it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. until I watched Drag Race and I realised there's this contemporary approach to drag. And then it started filtering into the UK scene and I went this is what I need to be doing. Uh-huh. It was that eureka light bulb moment, and I just went, "Here I am." Here I, I, I am. And you're from Essex, so do you, do you have you taken the 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 females of Essex on board as you kind of have created this character? You know, one hundred percent, I have. Like, I always class my design aesthetic uh-huh. as a showgirl on an Essex budget. <laughs> so she's bringing all the high street glam. Yeah. Whilst trying to be a showgirl. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Well, listen then, so, you know, like, like we said before, people need cheering up at the moment. One final thing then, sell it to us, Cheryl. Death Drop, back in the habit. What can people expect when they come and see this, the stage show? Now, if you want to see me being absolutely ridiculous, rolling around the stage in a habit, you know, no, I'm going to sell it better, I'm going to sell it better. No, you need to come see Death Drop, back in the habit. It is such... A fun roller coaster ride of a show yeah. with so many incredible moments. You're just going to want to come find out what happened. And do you know what's amazing about it as well is the the tour, the UK tour. Yes, it's great because you're going to go to places that I know maybe, maybe they've not had drag before arrived on everybody's in town. had drag in one way or another <laughs> but you're going to let's have a look you've got high wickham cardiff crew brighton blackpool sheffield leicester aberdeen nottingham glasgow manchester and birmingham and two weeks on the west end at the garrick theater yes what about that get your tickets now cheryl hole thank you so much thank you so much my diva this is the daily takeaway, daily takeaway.